Hello and welcome aboard our podcast, Fighting Catholic Jetlag. My name is JC and I'll be your host. I'm a flight attendant and I'm on a journey to find my place within the Catholic Church. I'll be accompanied by my friend and co-host, Father Larry Hostetter, priest of 34 years and doctor of sacred theology. He's a Catholic University president and for our discussion, he'll serve as spiritual ground control to keep things on course for our flight back to faith. At times, we'll be navigating through difficult and uncomfortable issues, so prepare for a bit of turbulence along the way. There won't always be easy answers, but no subject will be off the table. If you're ready to explore your own doubts and questions and rediscover your faith with us, then sit back, buckle up, and enjoy our flight to faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our very first episode of My Catholic Jet Lag. I'm taking over today, and only today, as initial host, because I want to introduce you to the person whose brainchild this is, J.C. Hartz, who's right here with us today. So let's start out, before we do anything else, learning a little bit about who J.C. is and what this idea of my Catholic jet lag is all about. So J.C., Tell us a little bit something about yourself. Wow, what an intro. I don't know if I can quite live up to that, but I will try. Um, well, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm JC, and I'm a flight attendant, and I'm on a mission to just kind of figure out where I belong here in the Catholic Church. We've been on this journey for how long? Has it been March? No. I think I... I think it's been since what November when when we started realizing that I needed some creative Catholic counseling, <laughs> and I roped you into um, joining us on me and a group of other Catholics who were um, all in around our thirties, just trying to figure out where we belong in the Catholic Church, if we still belong in the Catholic Church, and you agreed to take us on and. That kind of brings us up to today. I remember that very well yes. because it was Lauren McCrary, who is our director, director and producer of this show, and she's yes. sitting right over here making sure we stay in Doctor. the target. And Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Dr. Lauren McCrary. That's right. And she approached me and asked me if I knew of anyone who would be interested in working with a group of young Catholics who were trying to find their way which included someone who is discerning joining the Catholic Church, Rebecca, who yep. is right here with us as well as our sound engineer and also our co-producer of and the show. Resident Brit. Resident Brit, that's right. Yes. Uh, so uh, Lauren asked me if I knew of anybody that would be interested in working with this group. And... And she was hinting around and was like, well, they're kind of wondering if you would be interested in doing this. And she fully ex expected me to say no, right? Yeah. What were, your, what were your thoughts then around this when she was first telling you? Well, uh, it was something I was interested in because I think there's a, a serious problem in the church right now with young Catholics leaving the church. And I thought, as somebody who's been ordained 34 years, I'm 60 years old myself, uh, trying to figure out why the younger generation is not as enthused or they're leaving the church, what the reasons are, and there's lots of speculation about that. I thought meeting some folks and having 
some, you know, close conversations about these issues might give me a better understanding of what's going on. But I want to take it back to JC because, like I said, this is about her today. She is the brainchild of all of this, or I should say, this is her brainchild. And tell us a little bit about what you were thinking when you first approached Lauren about finding somebody who could help with this group. Well, um, actually, how it, how it all came about is uh, our girl, Rebecca, here. She is Church of England, which is very similar to Catholicism. And we had been kind of on this journey where I was coming back to faith. She was trying to find something here in the U.S. Um, that was similar to Church of England. And so we had gone to Mass together um, and Rebecca had really wanted to learn a little bit more about the Catholic Church. And I said, well, you know, Rebecca, the way that I learned so much about Catholicism was when I did RCIA, which is, you know, the confirmation classes. And um, you're supposed to confirm in what, like eighth grade? Seventh or eighth grade, seventh typically grade. in this country. Yes. And I didn't do that. I confirmed in college, and I think it was probably the best thing. So you're a lifelong Catholic, but you didn't, you weren't confirmed until you went right. to Western Life, Kentucky lifelong University. Right, So Christmas Easter Catholic, yes. But then whenever I, you know, got to college, I started taking the RCIA classes, and it was just amazing. Like it opened it up wide. It kind of it addressed Catholicism in a way that I had never really had it presented to me. Um, so I remember telling Rebecca, we need to take an RCIA class. You know, I'm like, you don't have to confirm, but I would totally do it with you. So, you know, we call up Lauren and, um, and Lauren, I'm like, Lauren, you know, we're, we're, we need to find confirmation class. And then she tells us, well, we need to belong to a parish. And we don't, neither of us belong to a parish, so that's not going to work. And so then we decide we need to come up with like our own thing, um, like an RCIA class, but kind of covering the things that we want, we want to talk about and the questions we have. And so I remember calling Lauren and saying, who's the coolest priest you know? And he, she said, Father Larry. I'm the only priest she knows. <laughs> Well, that is true. <laughs> Just kidding. But she, I, I said, who's the coolest priest you know? And she's like, Father Larry. And I said, who's the most open priest? She's like, Father Larry. So I keep hearing about Father Larry. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, but, you know, maybe he would be interested in this. And she made it very clear that you were very busy you know, running a university and whatnot. Um, and so... Yeah, but after I got the phone with Lauren, because we had, there was another priest that we had kind of talked about that we had kind of, we kind of knew, but afterwards, I remember I called Rebecca, and I'm like, we have to get Father Larry to do it. We have to. Like, he's the dude to do it. And so, um, and then our other friend, Carrie, she was very instrumental in it, because um, she's around our age, and she was having... Catholic questions too, and she, in her marriage, Lauren and I are both married to Catholics. Carrie is married to a non-Catholic, so they have a lot of questions, and so we roped her into it. And then she, it was Carrie who said, "You know, I'm half in, half out. I'm a Catholic," and I'm like, "That's exactly what it is." 
So that's how Half-Leg was born. And I'm like, we've got to get this Father Larry character. And she's like, oh my gosh, yes. So we get a little meeting with you and I like have all my notes like ready to just talk you into like just taking us on like I did but I was prepared at the end to be like we can't we like we really just need someone who's open-minded and open not wanting to shut down like our social beliefs and our political beliefs but more so letting us find our our own path our own place within the Catholic Church and that was the most important thing to us so it's interesting your path is very similar to mine a long time ago Really? Uh, I was also at Western Kentucky University, and I was also confirmed at the Newman Center. Wait, are you there, serious? Yeah, I was a lifelong Catholic, too. never got confirmed. No and way. so I did that when I was a freshman in college at Stop, university. mine was my freshman year. Yeah, too. so, you know, who knows? That's so cool. So, Wait, how run, did you get roped into that? What do you mean? Freshman year. That's a different story for okay. a different episode, but that's the story that uh, Your mom I'll, make you. I'll be glad to tell sometime. My mom made yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I want to say something about this group, because even though they have lots of questions, and there's a certain healthy skepticism about the Catholic Church, which is pretty typical, um, they want to know uh, about... Uh, what the church teaches and things, but they're also very concerned about whether or not the church is relevant in their lives. That being said, from my perspective, this is the most Catholic group I've ever met. There's right now, JC, tell us what you're wearing. She wanted me to ask you, you know, it's that red carpet thing. What are you wearing? Who well, are you wearing? who are you wearing on who your wearing? feet right now? Because I think this tells you a little bit about what, um, what I'm saying. Well, I'm so glad you asked. So I have my Blessed Mother socks on, and um, I got them from the Catholic store here, which I just love. Um, Deacon Tim hooked me up. Um, but, yeah, uh, we – okay, these, these socks are amazing, but they have, like, these awesome – Mary flowers and a big old cross on them. Okay, we're going to post them to our Instagram page. Uh, do we have an Instagram for this, this yes, program? Yes, we do. All right. Yes, we we do. will tell you what that address is. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, get right. at, we'll get at the end. Um, I didn't I, know we had an Instagram page, <laughs> but I guess I do now. Did you not read the show notes for him? No. No, that's good. Um, well, also, I got these at the same store where I got my Blessed Mother crop top. Um, so Deacon Tim, our friend Deacon Tim, uh, who is a supporter, friend of the show, friend of the faithful, and he... Tell, uh, us, tell us the name of his store so people can frequent it if they... Oh, yes. So St. Maximilian. And if you're, if you're a local Owensboro person, then, then you, you know St. Maximilian. We're not at the place of taking sponsorships yet, but, you know, <laughs> who knows? Tim, call us. So St. Maximilian, this is, I mean... I I'm used. To, I grew up in a in a town where there are no Catholics, and so moving to Owensboro. Just a quick note: we are in Kentucky. We are in Kentucky, and we are in Owensboro, Kentucky. And you are originally from Somerset, Kentucky. Somerset, Kentucky. Yes, yes, yes. So, but moving here, it's like this is amazing. This is. I feel like I live in Vatican City. It's so. It's just so Catholic, and so y'all have a nice little bookstore here. And whenever I go, I just. I mean. I just go nuts. And so the last time I was there, they were having a sale. And I 
went crazy and I bought some like mother socks. I bought this cute top that they only had it in like kid sizes. So I had to get like the largest kid size and then cut it into a crop top. And so that's my blessed mother crop. Wait, is that sacrilegious? Uh, Don't answer that right uh, okay. now. Okay. But anyway, going back to um, yeah, going back to Saint Maximilian. It's an awesome story. They have giant cutouts of all the popes. So obviously, I took Pope Francis. Pope Francis. Yeah, the giant cutout of Pope Francis, and along with her blessed mother crop top, all of around town, and her uh, holy uh, socks. My point in all of this is, for all of their questions, doubts, concerns, and skepticism, they have a deep love of the beauty of our faith, especially every single one of them, when we talk about Mary and the role of Mary. And that was actually one of the meetings we had, was to talk about the role of Mary and how, uh, whether she's relevant to contemporary women or not, was a great debate and discussion about that. We may have a future episode oh, on that again. Oh, we will have future episodes on our girl. But tell me a little bit, because one of the things you talked about that really made me think that I wanted to be part of about this was you said something, um, you offered a question as to whether or not you could remain Catholic and remain loyal to your friends mm-hmm. or, or to um, not feel like you are a traitor to them and the values that they embody. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I think there's lots of people that have similar feelings. Well, my, my, I have several close friends and family members that are a part of the LGBTQ community and um, seeing the struggle that they've gone through just in society and then within the Catholic church, which is supposed to feel, be their family and seeing those struggles. And um, it felt it felt wrong to be so in love with the Catholic Church because it felt like I was sliding them in some way, that I wasn't honoring, you know, the struggle that they have um, because their their journey is not being as honored. Um, so it felt wrong for me to be a part, to be a part of it. Um, but I, I just felt, I, I, I've always felt Catholic. I've always identified as it and I thought if everything that I'm feeling that I'm not good enough to be Catholic or I'm not Catholic enough to be in mass and I thought but no it's mine I I, I have every right to be here well all of us have that right too and so I wanted to just kind of figure out um, creating this group that that we have with our group of friends um, I'm realizing that there are a lot of Catholics that are, are our age that we, we've always identified as Catholics. We're not Catholic enough to go to Mass, but we're too Catholic to go anywhere else. And we're doing ourselves a huge disservice with that mindset. So my thinking and what I said to you was, um, let's, let's answer all these questions. Live podcast. <laughs> Who is it, JC? I can't even turn this off. Okay. Is it your husband calling? I'm calling back. It's like, what are you doing today? Uh, <laughs> what do you want for dinner? By the way, uh, for those of you that will uh, want to check out our new Instagram uh, page, it is at Fighting Catholic 
jet lag and go there to see JC's latest Catholic fashion. Uh, yes, and crop tops. So anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, I'm not sure you should post the crop top, but I'll leave that to you. I have nothing. I want to say clearly I have nothing to do with the Instagram account. <laughs> the crop top will be on there for sure. And if you want one, hit me up. Um, but yeah, uh, where was I? Just, just, just thinking that if we, if we don't feel right being in the Catholic Church, we need something. And I think, okay, let's answer all those questions. And if at the end, if you if you feel like you are not aligned with the Catholic Church, then let us help you find somewhere else to go. Don't 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 just be half in and half out. Um, so that's kind of what we're trying to do. But we're actually learning. Um, there were so many things that I came into this thinking, oh my gosh, we are not going to see eye to eye on this. Like I came in kind of ready to fight, ready to to just defend what I believe and I'm I'm learning that a lot of we agree on just about everything and it, I'm really surprised at that um, there's a quote that I have I need to I need to dig it up but about uh, you might need to pause it while I find that well while she's looking for that quote let me give you an example of one of the first meetings that we had was on uh the, the relationship between science and faith. And I was really surprised that these young Catholics, several of them who had been through Catholic uh, religious education in Catholic schools, did not know that evolution is an acceptable theory within the Catholic tradition and has been upheld as an acceptable theory uh, as far back as the 1950s with Pius XII. Um, that was kind of something that shook them up and they said well our parents don't know this our aunts and uncles don't know this and it made me realize that hey maybe we're not doing such a great job with uh yeah. communicating what we as catholics really understand and believe about the world around us yes absolutely and um one of the quotes that i really identified with um through this group that we've been are you getting ready to quote me how did you know? Are you the Archbishop Fulton Sheen? Oh, thank God. Then yeah, no. no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, so they're not... I always get a little scared when they get ready to quote me. <laughs> so, I know, I'm, I'm going to throw a, a good quote out one of these days, and you're going to be like, I disagree with that. I'm going to be like, that was you, funny <laughs> You don't remember that? Okay. There are not over 100 people in the United States who hate the Roman Catholic Church. There are millions, however, who hate what they wrongly believe to be the Catholic Church. So that's kind of what this group is helping us realize, is that we have more similarities than differences. And we've called it Common Thread because we all have at least one thread that we're hanging on to, to get, you know, and it's, it's whatever it is that is keeping you tied to the Catholic faith, lean into that and... You can find your way home with that. I mean, when we started this, my thread was the Blessed Mother, Holy Days of Obligation, um, and prayer cards, you know? So now it's grown. But for some people, it's it's the music or it's the tradition. Whatever that is, there's something that's keeping you within, keeping you calling yourself Catholic. So what we are trying to do is figure out what that is. So... Okay, what do you have a comment or you just love it all, don't you? Um I'm gonna say something weird. 
But what you're saying reminds me of that uh, song by Lady Gaga. Go on. A million reasons. <laughs> you're giving me a million reasons to let you go. And I think a lot of times as I've listened to you all that, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, we all have one reason for staying, and that's the common thread that you're talking about, and that's ultimately Jesus. Yes. And there may be the church, may, we may feel like there's a million reasons why we need to move on and do something else, and it's hitting us from all different directions, but it's that one reason that's keeping us in, which is ultimately, of course, Jesus. There you go. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my gosh! I never thought that that song was about our group, and it it's is. It's really not, it but it, uh, <laughs> it made me think of it when uh, oh, uh, when you were t- uh, talking there, because I think there are a lot of misconceptions, as you said, about what the church actually teaches, and that even if there is something that's not a misconception, yeah. that you know, with over a billion Catholics in the world, you know that not everybody is going to be on the same page at all times. And we, are, we have a tendency right now in our world, whether in our, our nation or our church, to highlight our differences to the extent that we create uh, the other group that is so foreign to me, even within our own church, that I can't have anything to do with it. And... And we need to find that common thread that you're talking about, that one reason that we're all in this together. And ultimately, of course, as Christians, that for us would be would be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely it. That's what keeps us. I feel to Christianity, of course. But it's like sometimes I don't know if I can say this, but it feels like with the Catholic Church, it's man, they make it hard sometimes. It feels. So it's like if our if the only thing we're in it for is Jesus, then we could we could go anywhere, you right. know. Um, but there what's keep what's keeping us to the Catholic faith that we can't find anywhere else? And why do we feel called to be Catholics? Why do we feel the need to put in that effort and for you know marrying outside of the faith and then bringing our spouses in? I mean that takes a lot of effort, and that's something that. So what is it? What can you identify as that one thing that? Despite your aggravation with the church, your anger with the church, your skepticism about the church, that makes you want to put all of the effort into this project, which is all about the church. That's a, that's a big question. Um, but that's the kind of question we're going to answer yeah. during our podcast. Or we're going to explore. I don't know if we'll get any answers, but yeah. we'll explore. I, I would definitely say... There, it came to a point where I, I feel for a lot of us, um, Catholic Catholic guilt and Catholic shame runs rampant, and um, I kind of just got to a point where I thought I'm not I'm not going to be ashamed of who I am anymore. The Catholic Church is mine just as much as it is anyone else's, um, and it's it's not about who you are, what you came from, what you necessarily identify with it's it's your you know your your love for jesus and and trying to find the answers i think that's important and so i think we all have every right to be here and so i want to you know dig my heels in and stay and figure out but i need to figure out why i'm here i need to make sure that i'm understanding the why behind everything with Catholicism. Like, I can't stop asking questions. I can't, 
I can't just be told, like, this is just how we do it, and it's supposed to be okay. Like, I need to know why so I can figure out if I'm on board with it or not. So. And, and one of the challenges for this group has been, I don't always think there is an answer to the question why. I've been at this for a few decades, and I think answers are often elusive, and sometimes faith is about living with a question, hoping to have an answer, but it's really living with the question, ultimately, that is where we find ourselves closest to God, uh, because that's where we're still searching and seeking. Um, and it's always just out of our grasp, especially in this life, but it's something we hope to attain in its fullness, mm-hmm. of course, in, in, at the end of our life's journey. So these are, these are the things we'll be exploring. And I've, I've encouraged the group as we talk not to think about this as a Q&A type uh, program where people come in with a bunch of questions and the wise sage priest, who that would, would be the furthest description that I would give of myself, then gives all the answers. I don't think that's what this, this is at, at all because often the questions that these, this group has have surfaced are questions that I have as well and I don't have any answers with. I think the difference is at my point in life, as opposed to these younger Catholics, I'm much more comfortable living with questions. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was younger, I wanted the answers as right. well. So that may be just a difference, a generational difference. But I, I think what we all really appreciate um, with you leading, you know, really leading this group is um, being okay with not having the answers because I, a lot of us, you don't, we don't have access to even ask these questions within our faith. And I think it's really important to have someone that says, I don't know, it's okay that you don't know, because I, I don't know either. We're, we're learning. We're on a journey to learn, and it's not as black and white as what we thought it was. And to me, that speaks volumes, and that gives me more reassurance to be in Mass and to, you know, kind of pick things back up where I left off after confirmation. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and, and, and we hope that you all will continue to follow this program, but we want to give a little bit of a, a maybe a, some trigger warnings. Um, one is that um, now topic teaser. New topic. New to- our, our producer is waving a flashcard at me, and I'm trying to read it. But uh, we need a, black, a darker marker, please. I'm old. But before we get into those new topics, just you know, the topics will be at times controversial. We're not going to shy away from difficult yes. questions or difficult topics. Uh, the conversation, for that reason, may not always be appropriate for for children. We'll let you know if we're dealing with a topic, especially on human sexuality or other issues that maybe is a little bit more adult oriented. Uh, we're also probably not the place if you feel like you already have all the answers or you yeah, think... Yeah, we're definitely. Yeah. Actually, we, we should have you on. Yeah. <laughs> come we'd, like to, we'd like to you come and visit with <laughs> us, you please. If you have all the answers, please add us on Instagram. Yeah. We have some questions yeah. for um, you. Like I said, I don't have anything to do with the Instagram <laughs> account. So some of the topics that we're going to be dealing with, I talked a little bit about some of them already, uh, question of science, and faith, evolution, that seems to be a popular one. Uh, the role of women in the church, uh, that's going to be a tough one 
to talk about the human sexuality, um, especially with uh, the issues of the L LGBTQ uh, community. Uh, what's, what are some other topics? Okay, here's what I want to know. Okay. I want to know about possession and exorcism. I want to know what your favorite outfit to wear at Mass is. I want to know about the Pope's shoes, like where does he get those. I want to know everything you can possibly tell me about the Blessed Mother. I want to know, I just want to know it all. Where did y'all get all these prayers? Who wrote them? I have so many questions. Um, so yeah, that's a Mary Magdalene. I, I just, there's, there's a lot. I need to hear about, there are some tough subjects on, on the table of contents. And, um, I, I just, I just hope you're open. If, as long as you're open to helping us just, you know, through and understanding that I will be open to asking whatever comes our way. This is dropping on 4th of July. So, a little taste of kind of some of the things we'll be covering um and yeah we've, we've got a, a lot of other great stuff coming up too so yeah, which we've already talked about and so um i won't be getting into a long lecture about democracy and catholicism i got some looks when i started going off on that um <laughs> But I, I think I am I am a fan that we end these episodes with a prayer, but I'm not sure we're all on the same page okay. on that. Just hear me out. It's I'm not against praying because I know my mother will be listening to this and she is cringing. But I I mean I just it feels like kind of showy sometimes. Do you ever feel like that? I mean. I don't know. You're like when I have to dress up in special clothes <laughs> and we have incense and candles and music. Yeah, yes, it's very showy. Yes, yes. Yes. Sometimes it feels maybe it ties into the Catholic guilt and all of that, but it feels like who am I to just be like leading a prayer and I mean, I don't know. It to me that's something you do in private and um on your own. So I don't know. Great future topic, okay. y'all. The role of public prayer. The role of public pr prayer. <laughs> Neither one of us can say public, public prayer. So the, our podcast, My Catholic Guilt. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But okay, good. We'll go into that. If I'm, I'm open. I'm open to prayer as long as you don't okay. make me say so anything. So I've got. I'm going to. I'm going to uh, read a section of. The Prayer for Our Government by Archbishop John Carroll. As I mentioned, he oh, was that's the first. Your dude. Yeah, he was the first uh, 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 Archbishop of the uh, United States. What was his uh, name again? John Carroll. John. Okay. Carroll. And yeah. so um, let me find a section. It's a very long prayer. You can find it online without any too much trouble. Uh, and I, one of the paragraphs I'm going to read as our closing prayer, which seems appropriate on this fourth of July. Um, you know, for all of her complaining about praying, <laughs> JC just made the sign of the cross. That I can do. <laughs> okay, I, I, uh, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it here. Uh, yeah, well, I lost the, the one I wanted to do. Hold on. Uh, Discuss amongst yourselves, as they used to say in Saturday Night Live. 
a long time ago. Oh, yeah. This is like the... Uh, I found it. Oh. Okay. We recommend... <laughs> let me start over. We recommend likewise to your unbounded mercy, Lord, all our brothers and sisters and fellow citizens throughout the United States, that they may be blessed in the knowledge and sanctified in the observance of your most holy law, that they may be preserved in union and that and in that peace which the world cannot give, and after enjoying the blessings of this life, be admitted to those which are eternal. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. <laughs>